Welcome to the LDS Divorce Coach Podcast. I take the sting out of divorce. This is your host, Emily Sanchez. Hey, everybody. How are you doing today? I'm doing wonderfully. I just got a call from my brother that he may call me to pick him up. His check engine light is flashing nonstop. And I said to him, oh, my gosh, isn't that so exciting? Like, you don't know what's happening? Well, he didn't really like my positive answer, but it's just kind of funny. I was thinking about Gary V's Instagram post, and he recently posted that positivity is not a delusion. It's a way of life. And I love that because it really can be. Everything that you look at, you can see it in a different light like that. Anyway, let's get to the subject. Today, I'm going to be talking about narcissists. It's something we're hearing a lot about right now, right? And my words come from a book called Living with a Narcissist by Tina Fuller. She had parents, specifically her mother, who was very narcissistic. And she didn't realize or know until she was a lot older. And in dealing with that, she had to completely separate herself emotionally from her mom While she was just researching, she was diving into every psychology book about narcissism and found out for sure that her mom definitely had narcissistic personality disorder. And she wrote a book after she healed. She said she wanted to heal first, and then she wrote a book all about it, and it's fantastic. And I just wanted to touch on just a few things today because I've been having a lot of clients come to me where they are divorced, but they are dealing with a narcissistic ex. And so with kids and schedules and trying to make things work, it's very, very difficult. So basically the definition of a narcissist, let's get right into it. Narcissistic people are those whose worlds completely revolve around them. They have no empathy at all. They don't understand it. They are master manipulators. They can make you feel guilty. Um, They are blamers. They will never accept blame. And they are master liars. I'm sure that I've missed a lot of things, but basically the world revolves around them. They can manipulate. They don't understand empathy. And they can definitely make it your fault (laughs) every time. So Tina came up with a little thing to help remember while you are trying to heal, and it's called PACE, okay, an acronym. So we start with P, it's protect yourself. She said, unfortunately, this means sometimes that you have to protect yourself physically. Now we hope that it isn't at that level, but you have to make the means to protect yourself, get out of the situation. Then she says you, but what she really means by it is protect yourself emotionally. So you have to pretend that you have a virtual brick wall around you or a bubble or or something like that, where no matter what, they can no longer hurt you emotionally. You're not going to stand for it anymore. Maybe they annoy you still, but you are not going to let them pass that barrier to harm you emotionally. You just will not stand for it. So that's P, protect yourself. A is acceptance. Okay, now we're not accepting the abuse. But what you are accepting 
is that whoever you're dealing with, or maybe it's a parent or even a spouse or an ex, that they have NPD, narcissistic personality disorder, and that there's nothing you can do to change it. There's nothing you can really do about it. Uh, Therapy for a narcissist. I mean, (laughs) does it work? No. She was saying no. You can't do anything. You have to come into acceptance that this is the situation. So that's hard. I know the first step to change is acceptance. So A is acceptance. C, change. Now here's the deal. You can't change them. So who do you have to change? You. It sounds unfair, but they will not change. Nothing you can do will change a narcissist. That's for dang sure. So you have to work on your reactions to them. You have to work on your own change. Um, You have to work on, like P, the first point, protecting. How are you going to protect yourself emotionally? What are the things you are going to do? And I'll come back to this a little bit later. So C is change. E is empower. And she says there's really no way to fully healing unless you empower yourself by building back your self-esteem. She was talking about how low her self-esteem was because she listened to her mother. She wanted her mother's approval. And like many narcissists, you know, when we're in a relationship with them or dealing with them, we do want to have their approval. They have that power. And so we lose that self-esteem. And so she just says building it back up is so key. Um, If you have not listened to my podcast on self-confidence, please check it out. It's one of my favorites. I'm proud of it. And it can really, really help. Um, So she was saying, if we're not working on ourselves and our self-esteem, we can feel stuck if we don't. Okay, so P, protect yourself. A, accept. C, change. E, empower. And then I wanted to touch on a little bit. Uh, about what she said about not engaging with the narcissist. Okay, not engaging. So let's give you an example. Her example was maybe your son or daughter has an orchestra concert or something like that. And you invited your narcissistic mom. And she's like, oh, yeah, totally. Well, Let's say half hour before the concert starts, you get a text that says, I'm not going to make it. I'm not feeling good or whatever excuse, right? Her example of not engaging is to don't go in there and text, wait a second, I gave you months notice. Why do you always do this? Why this? Why that? You don't want to engage with an answer that you're not happy with. All right. It's, she said, it's like talking to a tree. You will get nowhere. And I've seen this many times. And then she says, expect when you do not engage that they will fight back harder, that they will find something that irks you, <laughs> something they know about you that will get you to respond. So the best thing is to not engage. And I honestly take this, not just with narcissists, anybody who is difficult to work with, a difficult employee, a difficult coworker, a difficult child. When we don't engage, you know, and and do our whole fighting back bit, 
a lot of things can happen because it puts the control back in our hands. And the other person feels like, oh, well, I thought I was going to get a big reaction. And we see that with parenting a lot. You know, our reactions to what our kids' choices are. When we don't engage in their negative behavior and we try to ignore it, then they lose (laughs) their feeling of power a little bit. They don't like it. So I think that it's a really, really great thing. And this is just kind of a short podcast, but I hope that you gained a little bit from this on your way of healing. And always let me know. Let me know how I can help you. My email is coachemilysanchez at gmail.com. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram under LDS Divorce Coach. I want to help. So please let me and have a beautiful, wonderful day. Bye. Thank you so much for listening today. Come on over and visit me at coachemilysanchez.com. Don't forget to subscribe. And as always, make it a great day.